Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema, and the end of school is in sight, Michael. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is it. Today, uh, the day this drops, uh, half day. Mm-hmm. Good day. We uh, made, a little, made a little breakfast for the eighth graders, had a little chapel, and now the uh, teachers get to go relax. It's uh, it's a good day. Yeah. yeah. You know, normally I'm, normally I'm there with you when we're enjoying the last day of school. Where, where are you but, at? <laughs> I am in South Africa, Michael. Holy cow! Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting ready to. This is kind of uh, weird. That you're in South Africa and I'm in Jacksonville. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I was invited by the Free Evangelical Lutheran Synod in South Africa uh, to be the essayist at their convention. Holy cow! Uh, and you would think they'd invite me to come and talk about movies because uh, that's what think. we do. Do they, do they watch movies in South Africa? They do watch movies Holy in South cow. Africa. You know, I brought Take copies of my book. There people, you, you know, people want the book too, but no, they want me to talk about creating new curves of ministry in troubling times. You must have had a really good teacher to be able to do that. Yeah, somewhere along the line, I did. You know, I do teach strategic planning and task management. In the International Lutheran Conference, doesn't that sound I've heard that. sounds I've heard important? That. Doesn't that? It really so, does. So, are you a good teacher? or Are you a bad teacher? Well, you know, I think I'm a good teacher. <laughs> unlike, <laughs> unlike the lead character in today's movie, who's a really bad. She's teacher. a bad teacher. This is the movie we're going to talk about I today. Kind of, kind of enjoying the last day of school here. We're going to talk about the movie Bad Teacher that was released on June 24 of 2011. This was a summer release, a summer comedy. You know, I miss comedies. It's like we haven't had a good comedy in, in years. I think COVID sucked it's our true. comic, you know, our comic funny bones out, hasn't it? We we have seen a certain uh, type of canceling across our culture that this makes is it true. hard to have fun or make fun because everybody's so serious. No, everybody's so sensitive. You, you can't you can't joke. I mean, we're about to make fun of teachers, and and I'm thinking, you know, uh oh. I'll tell you what. If Me- if Mel Brooks started his career today, he'd be a homeless guy living on the streets of Los Angeles. You couldn't you couldn't make a Mel Brooks movie anymore. You just couldn't. He'd be in trouble. He'd be in big trouble. Well, this movie, you know, 2011 had a nice budget, twenty million dollars. I mean, what did they need? They needed a school. <laughs> That's really what they needed was a school Not and a whole lot and some actors and actresses. That's some what it fancy needed. Cars. So kind of washed one fu- one fancy car. The rest were all normal cars. That's true. So twenty million dollar budget. Really did well at the box office. Had it opened at thirty-one million. For yeah, opening weekend. Isn't that nice? Covered. Yeah, Ooh, that's gonna make you feel good. Two hundred sixteen point two million dollars at the box. Yeah. Were you surprised? <clears throat> yeah, I was. I was surprised. I don't remember being that big. No, me either. I, I in fact, I Holy did not cow. see this movie in the theater. That, I know I saw that's this over one. ten times. Uh, oh, the yeah. budget. That's a huge win. That's big money. Yeah, big money. Now the director, Jake Kasdan, 
we know him for a few things. Most we have had him on here. Oh, most recently, Jumanji and Jumanji Next Level. Yeah. Uh, great movies. We really enjoy those with uh, Kevin Hart and and The Rock, Dwayne Rock. Johnson. Uh, really good stuff. You good know? stuff. Yeah, good movies. Yeah. yeah I like yeah. him. We like him as a director. He's, uh, you know, he's got some new things in the pipeline. Did, did you see what he has in production? What does he have in production? Bad Teacher 2. Get out of here. Yeah, I saw that. Is it now? Oh. It says or it says in development, not production. It says in development. Oh, okay. And when I went to it, yeah. it's the same two writers with a third writer. Okay. Added. Yeah. No cast yet. Uh-huh. So I don't know if they're in the works or that it's going to be with Cameron Diaz or a whole new bad teacher. Well, well let's talk about the cast. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people in it, but we're just going to focus on the kind of what the lead six, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five. Yeah, it's you, lead. You, you didn't mention. Uh, Jake Kasdan's going to come up. We should mention it. He also did Sex Tape. Yeah, I know he did Sex Tape. that comes up in our It does people. come up I in our people. It sure yeah. does, which is another comedy. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it? Any... Maybe we need to do that in Christ Culture and Cinema. I don't think I have ever seen that one, no. That, I don't... Would, that might freak some people out, just having one that has the word sex in it. I, I am a sex ed teacher, so I'm, you, I'm qualified. You do teach that. Yeah. That is true. Well, we can see about that. Mm. I don't know. Let's but talk about the characters because... The lead character uh, is Elizabeth uh, um, uh, Halsey, Halsey, yeah. and played by Cameron Diaz. And Cameron Diaz is a fascinating actress in Hollywood. Yeah, because there are moments she just goes, "Yeah, I'm kind of done," and walks did, away. Did, did you notice that with with this new one she has coming out here in 2023? Right. This yeah. is back in action. Yeah, with Jamie with Jamie Fox. I'm yeah. sure it's great. Yeah, I'm sure. But between Annie in 2014 and that was one back in 2020 yeah one of your favorites did you see it which one boss bitch fight challenge oh i know we got to do this movie (laughs) i just want to say it we've got to do that movie that that was our only movie she did in nine years gap there yeah she just kind of walked on and and look look what she did before it like you mentioned sex we mentioned sex tape Mm -hmm. uh the green hornet which i keep telling you is so bad that it's good uh a movie I thoroughly enjoy with Tom Cruise, Night and Day. That mm-hmm. is a fun movie. Uh, what happened? Her second one with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had Vanilla Sky. Yeah. What happens in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Tremendous movie. That's a lot of fun. Uh, Shrek one and two. I mean, she's the the voice of Princess Fiona. She is. Uh, the Charlie Angels, uh, the first reboot. A bunch of them. Yeah, she's done a few of those. Yeah, a bunch of Shreks too. Uh, really. Of course, you mentioned Vanilla Sky. Let's yeah. go on Wayback Machine. Any given Sunday. Oh, I didn't have her down at that one. Yeah. I had, I had, oh, I did have it down. Okay. There's something about Mary. Yeah, something about uh, Mary. My best friend's wedding. When she held her own opposite Julia Roberts, that oh, was yeah. a huge moment. Yeah. That's really where I think she she got big. Right. Um, But her very first one. Okay. Jim Carrey. Oh, the Mask. The Mask, the yeah. Mask. That was her first movie. Isn't I didn't realize that. that. Yeah. I was going through. I was like, wow. That's true. She was so, so good in it. She's good. I really like her. I think she's, you know, for somebody who easily could be like the, you know, the, the sex appeal on the screen, she has got such a funny sense of humor. She's got great comedic delivery and uh, participation with other comedy folk around her. I really enjoyed that about her style and her acting. Let's talk about uh, the gym teacher. Russell Geddes is played by Jason Siegel. And... He, this guy's got a, a really nice career. Most recently, uh, he's in this um, uh, streaming show, Shrinking. Uh, it's about yeah. a psychologist. I haven't seen it, have you? And, well, I haven't watched it yet. I kind of have it in the queue to maybe watch after we catch up on some other things. You're going to have plenty of time. 
Well, this is true. Flight to South uh, Africa. Uh, flight coming back going to be a long way. But in shrinking, Harrison Ford is is playing opposite of him. That that's, that's pretty that's pretty respectable. Yeah. Um, but we know him from Sex Tape, mm-hmm. Windfall, uh, of course, two hundred and eight episodes of How I Met Your Mother. He's Marshall. He'll always be Marshall. He'll always be Love Marshall. Marshall. But thinking of Marshall, one of my favorite movies he's in. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> you like that? It kind of pivoted uh, that was there. Good. That was pretty I saw good. Where you went there. That I love that good. movie. That is a great movie. Uh, he's in This Is the End. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in This Is uh, This Is Forty. And this Is the End. I had recently watched that. That's really pretty funny. I mean, the fact that they play themselves yeah. in like this weird uh, apocalyptic uh, apocalyptic. Mo- it's the end of the world. Oh my gosh! Oh, I love that it. That is so well done. We need to do yeah. that movie because there's some great theological probing that we could do there oh, with regards boy. to end time, salvation, grace versus works. Theological probing. That sounds uh, oh, that's like good a lot stuff. of homework. Uh, it does. Uh, Despicable Me knocked up. I mean, he's been in a lot of good stuff. He was in Friends and Benefits, uh, Friends with Benefits, uh, yeah. un, uncredited. Yeah. But, but I noticed it was right about right after this. Yeah. So uh, maybe that was part of it. Uh, now, because of course that comes up. Now playing Scott Delacorte mm. is Justin Timberlake. He's the man. And when we think of Justin Timberlake, I, I think of a couple of things. Of course, we think of what band? In Sync. I right. mean, we think of In Sync. Right. Secondly, you know what I think of? Jimmy Fallon. Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, oh he's great. How can him, you not? And, and Jimmy Fallon. If he's, you ever watch a history of mm-hmm, rap that he mm-hmm. and Jimmy do, they have like six of them. You know, unbelievable. But when he does, you know, the the sketches on Saturday oh, Night gosh. Live, he is so good. He's hilarious. So because he's so talented. Uh, he really he can is. act. He can sing. He can dance. And he's got a great so sense talented. of comedy. He oh my really gosh. does. Um, yeah, anything him and Jimmy do on the Jimmy Fallon show, oh, I, I just watch it. It's priceless. Loop. It's so good. Yeah, I mean the 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 one sketch. What's in in the box? Yeah. Oh what, my gosh! What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? That's a funny oh, one. boy, heading uh, on down to Omeletteville when he's dressed up oh, like a big omelet. All those. Oh my yeah. gosh! That's just so funny. Uh, but gonna, again, trolls, friends with benefits. So good in that. He's the voice of Boo Boo in Yogi and uh, Yogi Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's a movie where he really shines. The Social Network. Yeah, he's good. Then. Because he's the guy who uh, he plays the character who created uh, Napster. Well, I, I think it was right. I, yeah, I, I still want to see him in Palmer. I've seen the previews for that uh-huh. about him you know, fighting for his daughter or whatever. Oh, yeah, it looks yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was I was going to uh, Trouble with the Curve. Mm. Clint Eastwood. Remember oh, yeah. that was one we still could do because uh, yeah. Clint Eastwood older, but yeah. so good in that. Yeah. Now, one yeah. that we'll never do on Christ Culture and Cinema, and I will. You never say, say never. never. Yeah. No, it would come up on, only if it was the ten worst movies of all time. Love Guru. Because Jimmy Fallon talked him into doing Love Guru. Yeah. And that is a terrible movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. I, I had to turn it off. Uh, there's only a few movies I've ever just abandoned ship on, and I would tell you that was one of them. It was just awful. Awful. Did I say awful, Michael? I heard you say awful. It was awful. Uh, now, playing Amy Squirrel, who is uh, another teacher in the school, is Lucy Punch. And uh, we know Lucy Punch from several things, uh, Motherland and Bloods. Uh, she was in that uh, kind of a thriller movie, Silent Night. Uh, the female brain uh, really had a nice role in Into the Woods. Uh, what else did I see her in? Dinner for the Schmucks. So... I haven't got through this movie, but confess, Fletch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. I wanted to. I love Fletch, but it wasn't good. I is it Love Guru bad? 
Ham is good. Okay. John Ham is a funny guy. Yeah, he is. But he's not Fletch. No. And so I'm trying to watch it and trying to watch it. I just no. I haven't finished it. That's it's right there it. with the Love Guru. Yeah. What can I tell you? But you know what movie she was in? Which one? Grindhouse. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw that too. Grindhouse is yeah. awesome. Oh my word. She was also in the movie about Julia Childs being Julia. Mm-hmm. Now she doesn't play Julia Childs, but. The fact is, that was a very critically acclaimed movie. And I think Meryl Streep plays Julia Childs. Yeah, I think so. If you're in a Mel- Meryl Streep movie, you got some cred. There's no doubt. Now, playing Lynn Davis, <clears throat> who's another teacher in the school, uh, is played by Phyllis Smith. And we know Phyllis Smith from one place. One place is all you need. She is in the office. And that's huge. I mean, that was, what, a hundred and, what did I read? A bazillion episodes. A bazillion yeah. episodes of The Office. Which is what she's still making her living on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that was her yeah. that in, was her moment. And it, she played Phyllis. Out. She wasn't Inside Out, which, yeah. you know, has well, its, its yeah. She was animation. in. She was also in Alvin and the Chipmunks. And here's one I did not realize she was in with Steve Carell. The 40-year-old version. There, there's a lot of Steve Carell ones intermixed in here. Yeah, there where, sure are, aren't you there? Know, I mean, that makes sense for her being in the office. Right. Um, but but even some of the other ones that we just talked about where it's they're Steve Carell movies. Yeah, I'm really like, surprised uh, by that, aren't you? Dinner with the Schmucks. Our yeah, schmucks, oh, yeah. Uh, Lucy Punch, yep. I noticed. So, you know. He, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of crossovers. Yeah, there has to be some type of connection. And the last character we want to touch base on is uh, the principal. Principal. Everybody makes fun of the principal. Wally Snur, and that would be <laughs> our own Michael Pop here at Grace Lutheran Everybody Church and School. Yeah, played by John Michael Higgins. All right. And you know, I started looking at his career. Started looking at the movies. Oh my gosh, I was blown away. Yeah, he's been a lot. Holy cow. Let's just, this is what I had. There you go. Pitch Perfect, two and three. One, one, two, and three. One, two, and three, sorry. A Million Ways to Die in the West, which is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Uh, We Bought a Zoo, Classmates, Bob's Burgers, Super Pumped, Big Hero 6, the animated series, Angie Tribeca, Jimmy Glick in La La Land. (laughs) Oh, my word, Jimmy Glick. And then Bicentennial Man. Let's go into the way back machine. How about about G.I. Jane? Yeah. G.I. Jane. Oh, my gosh. And Weird Science. Weird Science. I didn't have that down. Weird Science. I I would have swore you would have had that down. I mean, that's an 80s iconic movie. I didn't go that far back. Yes, I went Wag the Dog, which is, again, another one we really should have on our list. So Evan Almighty. Uh, yes, man. Oh, Again, yeah. a little more Jim Carrey. We see Jim Carrey mix throughout this. Yeah, whole we thing sure too. do too, don't we? Uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. I, I put that in there because that's a uh, director, Jay Caston. Yeah, you know, so he, he obviously was in that from way back. Um, Couples Retreat, which everybody tells me I should do. So it's a good movie. I haven't seen it's it. It's pretty but, funny. Um, but let's say the newest Saved by the Bell push. He oh was yeah, the principal yeah, he was the principal in the, so, yeah, for uh, that little deal. You know, he he has that principal role. Yeah, he. But I was really surprised at the breadth and the width oh. and how you know the variety. He is making a living at Hollywood without having to be an A star. That's right, and that's not a bad way to be. Sometimes mm. let's just say no that. pressure. Now there are a lot of other a lot of you know, animation though. Oh. A lot of a lot of one episode TV shows. Lots a lot of, of animation. Yeah, a lot of voice yeah, work. He's working. It. <clears throat> a lot of voice work. Now let's get into this crazy movie. Yeah, let's talk about bad teachers. So Cameron Diaz's character Elizabeth Halsey is a terrible human being. Every so often we have a movie where we go terrible mm. human being. 
Um, she is all about what she can get for herself. It's a stereotype right from the start. She yeah. is that, yeah, What? it's all about her, what she wants, yeah. and what she's willing to do to get it. Yep. She's got the, you know, the very, very uh, wealthy boyfriend, et cetera. And Beyonce. And that falls apart. Well, the scene where she's leaving the school after one year. Yeah. uh, Right? Just she was engaged and was getting the money or whatever. Yeah. And and it shows her avoiding teachers, avoiding this. No, she's not part of the community at all. She was was earning a check. Again, very scary thing to have in any school as a teacher that's there for a paycheck. Because number one, it ain't that much. Right. And if they're only there for a paycheck... Ooh. Well, and I'll go you one what, step what further. Are they really willing to do? It's not even just a school. It's anywhere. If you got somebody on your staff, yeah. on your team that is just they're there for the check, eh, you got a problem. You know, right. they're just not integrated with the community and the she's, system. She's not very nice. No, she's not a nice person. It's all about her. And when all of a sudden the the engagement falls apart, it's <laughs> a good scene. It's a great scene. It's a good scene. And she has to return to the school to teach. That's a pretty low moment for her. Yeah. You know, it's like drudgery, misery. And by the way, who would want that for your teacher? You know? Who do you, who what parent would say, I want the teacher who's been who's been jilted by her fiance and never wanted to teach in the first place. That's gonna be the teacher I pick. Yeah. Because in the room next door to her is Amy Squirrel, who is the insane, over the top, over prepared, everything is, you know, blooming flowers and unicorns teacher do we have any of those yeah no i don't know i don't know i mean she's the ultimate stereotype of the -the over-the-top teacher she's way over the top yeah Yeah. i think we would have to crush somebody like that in our school yeah now wedging into this whole system is a you know call it what it is a a temporary teacher a recent hire uh enter justin timberlake's character scott delacorte of the delacorte wristwatch uh you know family you do that well it's pretty funny and he comes pulling up in his very expensive uh sports car and of course elizabeth halsey is in love not with scott delacorte necessarily she's in love with his money his family their power their position and, and she loves she loves that and amy squirrel why she's just a happy happy teacher and she likes Scott Delacorte because he is a lot like her. He's a happy, happy guy. He's uh wants to teach the kids and wants the best for the kids. And he's going to save the environment and he's going to save the planet. And Elizabeth is trying to angle in. Meanwhile, the gym teacher, Russell Geddes, played by Jason Siegel, uh, he has a fancy for Elizabeth Halsey. He would like to date her. And she wants nothing to do with him because he's just a school teacher mm. and at that a phys ed teacher. Go figure. Yeah, she is uh, pretty selfish. Now, balancing this whole crew out is Lynn Davis, played by Phyllis Smith, who's the long hauler teacher. I, I, w- I call her the foot soldier. She's been teaching forever. She's the older, older teacher there. She wants to be friends to everybody. She wants to be part of the team. She wants to help Elizabeth on one hand, but on the other hand, she also wants to be friends with Amy. And I think every school has that teacher. They're kind of that loyal foot soldier who wants everybody to get along. And then the last is the principal, 
who's trying to keep all of this chaos moving while kids are getting educated yeah yeah that kind of gives you a little background of the story so it's a it's a love story on one hand it's a an angling story of trying to get things that really don't belong to you on another it's a maturity story yeah it's a purpose purpose of maturity tell me about that what do you how do you see that i when i saw her uh it, it reminds me of just about every kid that comes out because let's face it uh we're born selfish we have no choice yeah. When we're little, we can do nothing for ourselves. I, I, I tell parents all the time, you know, babies, the only thing they can do for themselves is poop. Sorry. Mm. Everything else you got to do, and you got to clean that up. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. <laughs> so so it's no surprise, our children grow up very selfish. They know what they need. They've learned how to get what they need. And and if you don't give it to them, you have to teach them how to handle these things. Yeah. But what point do they actually start putting people before themselves? Yeah. I, I truly believe it comes with dating and love. Mm. Sorry, parents. Never happened. Once you find that person who you care more about their feelings, what they want, what they want to do than yourself. That, right. And hopefully you find somebody that's willing to do the same for you. Yeah. That's where you finally start to put somebody before yourselves. And we yeah. saw it in her first fiance when she didn't know his birthday. Right. It was about her. Now, pause on that. Pause. We have Elizabeth Halsey. She doesn't Go. even know her former fiance's birthday. Then all of a sudden she believes she's going to attract that wealthy man by getting breast augmentation. So now all of a sudden she's very, uh, shallow. shallow. She's shallow, yeah. angling for money to pray, pay for this breast augmentation. So, the, so the, she can get more money. Uh, when she's gonna, it's not about the man. It's uh, about the money yeah, behind well, the man. I love yeah. when she's angling basically to steal the money from the from the school car wash fundraiser. Oh, she does. Uh, yeah. That is hilarious. That yeah. scene is just hilarious, so especially when the cop car drives into hard. another car. Oh, she's working hard in that yeah. scene. There's no doubt. Uh, and all of a sudden, she realizes there's money if her class performs really well. So she's willing to go steal the test questions in order to Make prime sure her, class, top, yeah. her class so they get the best scores ever. I mean, she's there are no bounds by which Elizabeth Halsey isn't willing to go beyond. You know, that's who she is. And meanwhile, you have Amy Squirrel, who I would tell you, she too has a little bit of that selfish bug in her. Because she's willing to undo Elizabeth and doesn't care about the hurt or the harm it might cause to the class and to those students in her charge. Uh, you know, she's willing to, to blow everything up because she has her eyes on Scott Delacorte. I think the character I most resonate in this movie with is Russell Geddes. He's a gym teacher. He teaches gym. He enjoys teaching gym. He enjoys being a teacher. He enjoys being with the kids. He enjoys working with the with the school kids and watching them grow. So so that's where I was going to go when I was uh, probably taking way too long to get to the selfish kids finally putting somebody for themselves. Yeah. For me, I, I can only speak for myself, but personal growth. You know, I worked at an ice cream shop. I worked as a, a server. I worked mm-hmm. as a pizza delivery guy. I worked right. as a bartender. The harder I worked, the more I made. Right. The more I made people happy, the more money I made. Right. I, I learned to work hard yeah. for the money. Sure. And then I became a school teacher. Mm. And that first year of school teacher, I took a big cut in salary from when I was waiting tables at Tenant Bar. I mean, yeah. it's incredible. And and I had an older teacher next to me who got paid probably twice as much, probably more, because mm-hmm. of his years' experience. Right. But was done. Yeah. He was tired. He's just tired. didn't care. Yeah. And here I was killing myself for these lesson plans, everything. I mean, the first time you do something, it just takes longer. Yeah. And yet my paycheck was the same whether I put in two hours or, or five minutes on a yeah. lesson plan. Right. And, and all of a sudden, you had to start putting 
what you were getting out of it. It was no longer the dollars and cents. It was seeing the kids have fun, seeing them succeed, seeing what you could do, watching their excitement. It was a different way to look at things. Yeah. And, and that was hard for me. I'll be the first to admit it early on. That does not come naturally. Thank you, Lord. You know, you, you work through that. And I, I think in a weird way, that is kind of what we're seeing from Elizabeth Halsey. Yeah. She has to start seeing life because if it's all about yourself, right. it's pretty miserable. And all of a sudden, pretty miserable. you know, when, when, when her world is kind of crashing down around her in this movie, and it's funny, it really is a funny movie, you know, raunchy for sure. It's the nature of the type of comedy it is. All of a sudden, she's starting to see what it means to work hard, what it means to appreciate what you have, who you are, and ultimately, the people around her who do care about her, like uh, Lynn Davis, like Russell Geddes. All of a sudden, she starts realizing she has a community that's been there all along. You know, it, it mm -hmm. kind of reminds me, it's funny, I was thinking, you know, you were mentioning this. You know, my big thing, what do I always say to you? Finish strong. I don't care what you're doing. Like for the teachers, finish the school year strong. Exactly. Don't, don't, you know, don't, uh, kind, don't kind of peter out at the finish line. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't coast into the, uh, into the end. Finish strong. Whether you're here or you're there, whether you're working today or for the next 20 years, finish strong. And the reason I think that resonates with me so very much, and it's, uh, you know, it's from it's from the book of uh, Matthew 25, it's verse 23, and, you know, we know the, the parable. Uh, it says, his master said to him, well done, good, good and, and faithful, faithful servant. servant. Mm. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Well done, good and faithful servant. You know, and at the end of this movie, you see this, Elizabeth all of a sudden sees that she she cares for Russell and Russell in turn cares for her. Even though Scott Delacourt has the money and the watch empire and all that good stuff that goes with it. It's a weird character. He's a plastic guy. Yeah. I mean he's he's got the personality I, I love Timberlake. Of plastic. But it's a terrible character. Oh but he plays it well. Oh he plays it because great. he's such a great he, he's brilliant. He has such great comedy presence. And yeah. Amy Squirrel who plays a very similar character, you see them hum coming together. Those two come together, and well, you go, that's fine. And here's the thing. Just as we see Elizabeth Halsey kind of grow and mature and see things from a different light, yeah. we start to see behind, you know, the, the Amy Squirrel might have great results and, and be a hard worker and all that, but what was behind her purpose? All of a sudden, you, you start to get a little look behind the curtain and see yeah. Yeah. she's driven about her. She wants to be noticed. She oh, wants, I mean, yeah. it, she might be good for the kids, but but certainly she's about herself. Oh, there's no doubt 100% she's about her. You know, she absolutely, Amy Squirrel is about Amy Squirrel. So you want to be able to get to that finish line and say, well done, good and faithful servant. You want to work hard. You want to build community. And that, and I really do believe that's where this movie kind of leaves us off at the very end. I mean, it's kind of unresolved. We don't know if Elizabeth and Russell ultimately, you know, get together and stay together. We don't know if Amy Squirrel and Scott Delacorte and their plastic kind of world uh, find a likewise uh, situation together. But it does make us pause, and it does make us laugh, and I think it does make us look at the whole situation and wonder where are we in our lives, in our communities, 
and in our world of work, mm. uh, you know, you're getting a, a bird's eye view of this now as the as the temporary school administrator. I love that good title. Times. The TSA. The TSA. You are the TSA. Good, good times. Uh, and what are you seeing? You're seeing a community. You're seeing it yeah. from a different side, though. You've seen it from the teacher side. I have decided after, what, four months of doing this job that the best preparation I've ever had to do this temporary administrator job yeah. is doing premarital counseling. Because wow. it's not about the kids. It's about the parents and how they... Yeah. Are, are partnering with the teachers and right. take care of their kids and how their relationship is. Yeah. You you want me to show you that? what families and what marriages? You know, we yeah. hear all the time about broken families and all this. Sorry, mm -hmm. I see it firsthand. You you want to see a kid doing well? Family is good. Yeah. You see a kid struggling? Let me show you where the family is. Right. You know, it's funny. It's incredible. We, Amy and I have been talking about this, and I'll, 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 I'll dote on my kids for a moment. You know, we made certain sacrifices in our life, um, you know, my wife was a stay-at-home mom for a number of years, which means we didn't have a lot of cash on hand. Uh, but we believed it was important in her early formative years uh, that mom be there. And, you know, dad, I, I worked my schedule to be there for their sporting events, for their after-school activities. I mean, good Lord have mercy. I was the Cub Scout leader. Oh, dear God, that was that was drudgery in many respects, but I was glad to be there for my son, uh, my wife, likewise, for my daughter. You know, here we sit now as parents of a 27-year-old mm. who's married and a 26-year-old. You know, Who's going to get married? Well, my 27-year-old is a very successful now second-grade teacher working on her master's in uh, school leadership, school administration, married to a young man who's an aerospace engineer and working on his master's. Uh, my son, my son is a you know, college graduate, works for a bank in Midtown Manhattan, uh, just got accepted to NYU into their MBA program, uh, you know, about to be engaged to a lovely young lady who uh, also works for a different bank uh, with auditing. And, and you look at that and you go, that's why we did what we did and why the sacrifices we made exactly. were made because we want them to be good, faithful servants who work hard to the finish line. Exactly. And when you watch this movie, you just kind of look at it and you go, man, oh man, that's where Elizabeth Halsey's at. She, she, didn't out, she didn't even know where the finish line was. She wasn't even looking for it. You know, at the end of the movie, you get a sense, hey, I think she does now. I think she realizes that value, that work, that appreciation for the people around you is incredibly important, living in that community, working in that community. And it's not about you, Elizabeth. It's about the kids exactly. sitting and, in front of you. And it's neat to see that. I mean, in the end, Cameron Diaz, yeah. her character, it, it, it's a good, a raunchy movie. Oh, sure. But a great ending. It's a funny movie. Fun. I mean, it's it's, movie. you want to laugh a little bit and go, ooh, that was a little inappropriate. This is your movie. Yeah, it, it, it's not a family movie. Don't, no. don't, don't watch it with your kids. Yeah, I think this one was rated R. Oh, yeah. Uh, rightly so. Oh, yeah. Rightly had, so. Had the language, had the uh, innuendo. A lot of innuendo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Cameron Diaz is, in fact, a very beautiful woman. And I didn't uh, you didn't notice that? Well, maybe a little bit in the car wash scenes. That could be a little bit. <laughs> Which leads us to our question of the day: as you as you think about where you are in life uh, and what you're doing and how you're working, is, is your focus on you or is your focus on 
beyond you? Is your focus on your community? Is your focus on your family? Is your focus out there on other people? What is your motivation? Yeah, what is motivating you Mm. to do what you do? When you get to the end of your life, are you ready for God to say, well Well done, done. good and faithful servant? Mm. Now, Obviously, you're enjoying our little podcast. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to us. Uh, Consider leaving a rating and a review. And if you can, share it with other people. We're getting all sorts of new listeners. Date night. We like new listeners. We really do. It's just kind of fun. And don't forget the book, Christ, Culture, and Cinema, How Faith and Films Intersect. You can pick that book up on Amazon. Now, next time. Hollywood came a knocking, Michael. I heard. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, they gave us a little reach out. Little, uh, can you do us a little something, something again? And um, this again is from Peacock, the NBC streaming service. I like it. Uh, they got a big premiere coming up, and they asked us, "Hey," they said, "Hey, Michael and Jeffrey, would you would you do us a little favor? Would you watch a little movie we're uh, we're about to release, coinciding with? Oh, by the way, the." Uh, NBA Finals. Oh, boy. See that? They were thinking. Is he going to be in the finals? Uh, well, no. I don't think so. Well, I think he might. Might. You I never know. know. The sm- They're working it We're right going to see. The movie is called Shooting Stars. It's the story of the rise of the NBA superstar LeBron James. The second best player in NBA history. Yeah, well, you know, we've had this conversation. <laughs> we'll have that conversation next, next week, time. Uh, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. <laughs>